I'm Jasmine. And I'm Erica. And this is Church Days, a call and response to Christianity and the culture. Hey, ladies, welcome back. How y'all doing today? Hello. We are doing. What's up? That, that, that. Fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing. I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> Well, Erica's on vacation. <laughs> Semi, I mean, right? Kind of. I mean, I work remotely, so I'm just working in a different location. So you're always on vacation. So she's fancy. I envy that. Eh. Same. I would love to be able to work wherever I feel. Yeah. If I could yeah. see patients at home, oh, yeah. I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going away soon. So I'm going to enjoy it while I can. As you should. Yeah. Take yeah. all the advantage. Yeah, but hello, we were all just on vacation. Don't just we put me out were. there. <laughs> I'm so excited about the world opening back up. Yes. When, I mean, I feel like I said, yeah, 2021 was like my year of yes. It was like, I think, who? who Sandra, Rhymes. Sandra, Sandra Rhymes. Sandra Rhymes. Yeah. Shonda, yeah. She wrote the book. I need to read that. The, Erica, do you want me to yes. keep that copy? I feel like I'm Erica let me sure keep I that did, book. I think I, I that book somewhere. I think I'm going to reread it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You read it already? Was book. it good? Yeah. I um, so saw the cliff notes on Oprah because she had an interview with Oprah. <laughs> of course she did. And of that's of course, that's why you saw it. And yes. that's where I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's what I feel like I did this year with all my trips. I was like, you are going where I will come. Yes. Yes. You have said yes. Yes. To all yes. The trips. You have said yes. yes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, my bank account feels all these yeses. What yeah. am I supposed to be doing? I need to sit down. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This is the year of yes. You enjoy it. And then you'll, yeah, you'll sit down 2022. It's okay. 2022. I'm sitting somewhere. Somebody's couch I will be on. What do you guys have planned besides what we just did? Visiting family, family, friends, safely. Now that people are getting vaccinated. Yes. Vaccines. But mm-hmm. yeah, same fam- visiting family and friends, hitting a beach. Yes, yes. beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should take a day trip. Yes, because yes, it's been a while since we've done that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just scrolled past that picture in my phone the other day. Oh, did you? Oh, did you? What yeah. picture did we take? Did we take a picture? Yeah, we On took the a beach? Yeah. On the beach? Yeah. We did. Oh, man, yeah. That was so I can share ago. it with you. Yeah, please share that. Was that when uh, Jasmine was in PA school? Yes. Yes. Oh. That long ago. Yeah. I don't even remember what picture we took. What year was that? Golly. 2018? Uh, yeah, let's say 18. Had to oh, be 18. Yeah. So it's time for another one. It's fine. Yeah, it was good self-care. It what? Self-care. Hey, you see what I did there? Ah, <laughs> Segway, segway. <laughs> so today's episode is about self selfishness versus selflessness. Self-care versus self squad care. Lord, I messed that all up. Let's do it again. selfishness versus selflessness self-care versus squad care i'm gonna get it right i was practicing this and i was like yeah i'm a mess there are a lot of s's in those words it's all right it's fine i think you did fabulous Mm -hmm. thanks the first half of course is about being selfish versus being selfless and one of the things i think about especially with 2020 is how much of this we saw. We, you know, we use the term social distancing a lot more now. It kept us away from our family, our friends, which is why I'm always saying yes. And (laughs) this year in particular, but one of the things that I realized was, you know, um, 
people were starting to show their true colors and became a little bit selfish when it came to wearing masks and social distancing. And on the flip side, you had, you know, the healthcare workers and, and, and other individuals who were first responders showing selflessness um, to the extreme. And it just, you know, really got us, got me to thinking about what that really means. And are we even aware when we're doing that? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know for me, I feel like I can't, you know, I'm in healthcare and I deal with um, people sometimes in their most critical time of life. And so being selfless is just a part of my job. So if I'm being selfish, I think I am aware of it. I, th- I would hope. But do you guys think that like you're aware of when you're when you're being selfish? And if so, when and with what are you guys like selfish with? My food. <laughs> Okay, that was a joke, but not really. I That's really, not true, Jasmine. You share your food. I do share, but I'm like I share with people I love. So I'm more selfless <laughs> with the people like I care about. But don't roll up on. I wasn't ready I, for that. I wasn't either. <laughs> I, I was all up in your French fries. I know, and it's completely fine because you can be in my French fries, but don't just be some random like you. you well, I guess you will understand where you are in my level of inner circle. That's how fair. much I, I share. With how you. much you share your food? Okay. Noted. <laughs> Noted. So you were all the way in. See, that's great. <laughs> okay. I get that. Yeah. Sorry. That was a not very much going along <laughs> the point of this conversation, but I am so I like to not share my food that much. Um, but I in what ways am I selfish otherwise? Selfless. Selfless. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying selfish. Well, so I did. I said selfish and selfless. Gotcha. Um so I would agree with you about um, my career, which is in a service industry, in a service career, you're, you're serving other people, making sure that their needs are met. Um, and so in that way, um, I give up a lot of myself on a daily basis to make sure that other people are healthy and taken care of and what have you. Um, I realize I am not my best self and a best provider when I am selfish. So if I'm like worried about time or Mm -hmm. if I'm hungry or, you know, like if there's, if there, (laughs) if I start, if I start focusing, I, I can. And I found that on days where I have my worst days or days where I probably am concentrating too much on what I need to get done. Um, or if I think about just even notes and calling patients back and like all these other things that I have to do outside of this room and this encounter here, Mm -hmm. um, are usually my worst days. I'm anxious. I am frustrated. I'm irritable. And, um, I can't take care of others the way that I really am able to, or would like to. And so, so yeah, I don't know if, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. You did. What about you? Yeah. I feel like those of us who are in like more caregiving professions, just kind of automatically lean towards selfless and to the extreme. So I'm, I think for me, I'm trying to figure out what is the extreme. And then this kind of goes back to our conversation with, with boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, When can selflessness be detrimental? Mm -hmm. And I struggle with that a lot because like, even like we talked about with boundaries, like scriptures that, you know, somebody slaps you on one side, give them the other cheek. And I'm like, ah, this is 
not feel good to me. Um, <laughs> and so maybe in more realistic situations, if somebody is like consistently requiring my time um, or if someone is, um, you know, just just not a healthy person for me to be around, but because I care about them so much, I'm consistently giving of myself to them, um, covering for their wrongdoings mm. to to my detriment, um, basically falling on the sword for mm. for this person. I definitely have those tendencies. Um, and I think because I do that often, sometimes it's a kind of a jerk reaction to the other side. I'm like, okay, I don't like feeling like this. So I'm just going to like keep everything to myself, like my me time. So I think sometimes for me, it can be like an extreme on one side of the other, leaning mm. heavily towards the selfless side. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I think I am selfish. I kind of thought about the same. It's the same thing. Like my energy and my time, I can be selfish with it and I can also be selfless with it. And like, I'll give a lot of my energy and my time to people and things around me. And then when I feel like I'm being depleted, I become selfish with it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to get it back. But selfishness defined um, is um, concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking, concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. Um, And I thought about some stuff in the Bible where we see characters who um, portrayed a selfish attitude and what happened to them as a result. And I, of course, you know, the person I thought about was David um, when he, um, in order to fulfill his um, own selfish pleasure, um, he ended up, you know, sinning with Bathsheba, Uriah's wife and because he did that and because she got pregnant, he then lied and it ended up um, leading to murder. Um, and then God, of course, doesn't let that sin go um, without punishment. And so he, I think his, um, their child like dies and, you know, a whole bunch of things happen to him and he has to, you know, then again, surrender. Um, still a great king, still a great man, but that was definitely a selfish um, illustration in the Bible, um, how, and how it led to, you know, his, his punishment and his sadness. Um, can you guys think of anything in the Bible that you thought was pretty selfish of the, I guess the situation or the, the people, the, um, like, after David, mm-hmm. well, the story that popped up in my head was Jacob and Esau. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and how he stole Esau's um birthright. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. It does Jacob mean deceitful? I don't know. I make I'm a yeah. trickster. Yeah. That's why I got how to change his name. Yeah. The Israel. 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 Okay, yes, right. Ah. Listen, y'all, once again, not a scholar. I just need to continue <laughs> to read the Bible. I'm not either, but I went through <laughs> many not. years of Bible class. Once so again. I'm perfect. <laughs> BCD did not do its job. Just kidding. Love it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it just reminded me of Jacob and Esau and how he stole his birthright. Mm-hmm. Jacob stole Esau's mm-hmm. birthright and um, was doing it because he, you know, obviously that's what he wanted. God blessed him at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely, once the same with David, but yeah, he just definitely was out here tricking folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He- 
I think about Saul and his relentless pursuit to to kill David <laughs> because he was in, intimidated by you know him after he killed Goliath and just the adoration of of the people and wanting to you know keep all the the power and the the admiration to himself it seems like in all these stories like ego and the pursuit of power and things just like drive selfishness and yeah makes you do terrible things yeah I think so too because I thought about another early on um between Cain and Abel Oh, that was yeah. the, the original, the yeah. original, the first murderer. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like he, you know, killed his brother because he was um, jealous of his uh, um, offering right. and, you know, ended up killing him and lied and then was mm. cast, you know, cast out because of that. But yeah, it's definitely ego, pride and power and jealousy. But on the flip side, um, selflessness um, is defined as concern more with the needs and wishes of others than with one's um, own needs. And Paul talks a little about this when he talks about love in um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Um, he's, he ta- he's talking about love. He says, um, is loving other people, is it's being kind. It's not being envious of what other people have. It's not rude to other people. And then in Philippians 2, 3, it says, do not do anything out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself, not looking for your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. So it's clear that we're supposed to be, you know, taking care of one another. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the goal is to make sure that the, that you are serving other people and that you have other people's best interests at heart. Um, especially in the heart, like not just doing it. I think like sometimes we can get lost and say like, oh, I want to do this and just be recognized for it. But if you're doing it with the wrong intentions and the wrong heart, I don't know if it it's weighed the same, if that makes any sense. Um, why do you, yeah. Why, why do you guys think it's important to be selfless instead of selfish? Other than because God says so. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than because it's written. It's written. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, I think, you know, as people on, on this earth, like what you do impacts others, whether it's on like a, a small scale with like the people around you, your family or the people that you work with, or on a global scale, the things that we do to the environment impacts other people the pollution or trash and all those things now i'm getting in all different waters but the things we do impacts others on a smaller or large scale and can have either a positive impact or or a negative impact and i think that was one thing that has been really frustrating to me just kind of seeing how people you know treated each other throughout the the pandemic like something as simple as like wearing a mask which could you know, minimize the transition transmission of like germs to another person. People's mm-hmm. like, nope, nope, can't even do that that little thing. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like your first of all, none of that's in the constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's just talk about your rights. If your if your rights are damaging and detrimental to other people, like should that really 
be a, a thing. Like your right shouldn't infringe upon the other people's rights to to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness if we want to go to the constitution. And that's mm-hmm. just how I feel about it. Boom. Mm. Shakalaka. <laughs> yeah, I think I think when dealing with any um with when dealing with people in general, I think you have to have a degree of selflessness. Um, because then what's the point? If you're just doing it for, you know, just the say so of it all, I don't think it really makes an, a difference in, in the people that you do meet. Um, but I know you, I wanted to touch on something that you said earlier, Erica, about like, um, it kind of sounded like passive behavior um, versus selflessness and mm-hmm. passive behavior is sacrificing your own needs and wants so you can help others get their needs and wants met. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I think, you know, you're being passive when you feel hurt, anxious, and you have anger. Mm-hmm. after doing that. Um, if you're, do, if you're being selfless, those feelings don't come. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't feel depleted. You don't feel like, why am I doing this? And that's kind of like where you need to reevaluate and take a step back. And I think, look at yourself and reevaluate how you can you know, move differently. Um, I've definitely been in those situations where I feel like, okay, I've, I'm doing too much for this particular person or this particular, um, in this particular area of my life. And I need to figure out um, how to take a step back. I've talked about this probably on maybe to you guys. I don't know if I mentioned it on on the podcast, but even in like volunteering, you know, at, at church, like I have felt like I'm doing too much and I'm not healthy for myself and I'm pouring out of an empty cup essentially. And how do I reevaluate, you know, how much time I'm spending somewhere and how much energy I'm giving if I'm walking away feeling like I can't, help anything, help anyone else after this, you know? So, but I think that's the biggest difference. It's like the feelings associated after doing, you know, what you do for others. Um, yeah, I feel like, um, if you focus on being like selfless, quote unquote, for everyone in every situation at all times, like there's no possible way to do it. And someone who, uh, you know, that especially for someone who like sees the the needs of the world, like it's hard to drive past um, someone who's homeless and begging on the corner. And it's hard Mm -hmm. to um, watch the news and see that there's been this tragedy and this tragedy and this tragedy, or even like, you know, uh, yeah. So like, it's hard to hear all these things that are happening and not, and feel I know this is just me, but like, I can feel like I want to help, but like, how do I, how do I help? And then I almost feel helpless because I'm like, I can't, I can't give my whole self to all these people and Mm -hmm. things and, and, and causes. So it's like, um, you know, like racial injustice watching that, like, how am I supposed to, how I want to be involved in all of these things? Like, how am I supposed to represent? So um, a lot of what I've been doing lately or at least in 2020 is really just trying to step back and like understanding my intentions and understanding my purpose so that I can pour my energy into what um where God has called me to to pour my mm-hmm. energy like you know mm-hmm. and and also just trying to be open to the fact and create margin even in like time and finances so that if I feel called or led to help in another ran- specific area that I can do those things mm-hmm. right um, 
because yeah, but, but it just can get so overwhelming. I'm just like, I want to help here. I want to help here. Then it's like, then now, now I have no energy, no time. Now I'm pouring out of empty glass. I ain't got no money. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing help. Now I need your help. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. I feel like, yeah, especially with everything that's gone on within the last few years, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God, how I, I, I'm here with you. I stand with you, but how do I help? How do Mm -hmm. I, you know, give to this cause without it affecting me to the point where I need to reach out myself? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the, can be the difficult part, especially for those who want to or have that inkling or that spirit of selflessness within Mm -hmm. them. Um, Mm -hmm. There's also lots of people who do not feel any of those things. Right. And mm. we see them running amok through the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Just out, here, just out here lighting fires <laughs> at all the times. Yeah. Um, but I really like that whole um, passive behavior versus selflessness. I think mm-hmm. that's super, super awesome. And it really does a really good indicator of your appropriate boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Which takes me to the next, the next self, self-care versus squad care. Um, I think in order to be selfless, you have to have proper self-care for yourself. And I think um, today, I know I don't have the right definition of this at all. It's a, I'm a work in progress, but self-care looks really different in the way the media portrays it and how we understand it. But I know self-care is defined as the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health, physical, mental, and emotional. Um, That's not what I do. I go and get (laughs) pedicures. I have a day to myself. I get a massage. I take a trip and then come back really, really exhausted and have to go right back to work. And I'm like, (laughs) this was not self-care. Why is it not self-care? It's not. Why not, Melina? Because of the way I feel afterwards. And so like self-care is supposed to leave you feeling filled Um. and none of these things do that. And so like what these are is really a distraction Mm -hmm. from what you have to do Mm -hmm. or how you're feeling or or hobbies or hobbies. Yes. They're really not self-care, but today it's easy to think, oh, I went to the spa that was right. a self-care day. That's it's really not a self-care day. And like when you really look at the Bible, it defines what self-care is because you see, you know, Jesus doing things that actually left him before he dealt with people, he was alone in mm. prayer. Because mm. before he could face people in the morning, he had to, you know, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because Amen. That's, that's what it took. <laughs> that's I what's gonna that. take. I need all the prayers. These people are a trip. But I know I was going to joke with Jasmine, but I'm going to let her say it because I'm pretty sure you're going to say it. What do you guys do for self-care? Oh, am I going to say eat? No. (laughs) I say you're like, I say you're like the queen of this. Oh, no. What am I? Oh, binge watching. I binge the tell. I binge Netflix. I binge whatever TV show they recommend. Okay. I'll sit on that couch. All day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. I will definitely Netflix and Netflix and chill all by myself. I know. And I, I thought about I that. I was like, after, 
I mean, if, if listen, if you feel great after, then that is self-care for you. Oh, and I yeah. also have like some of the best dreams too. It's like, whoa. I mean, it depends on the show. Sometimes I love when I was like binge watching Jersey Shore and Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy and like Polly D was in the uh, Guardian of the Galaxy's like little plane and we were like saving the world, saving the oh galaxy. That was great. I need that show now. <laughs> I saw something that said, well, this is like, we're going off on the tangent, so but Guardi- there's a, an, Erica's like the Marvel um, go-to. Yes. Guardian of the Galaxy is coming out part three or we have volume something. three. Volume yeah. three. Volume three. Okay. Yes, they do it in volumes. Yes. Mm, <laughs> I saw that on the Googles and mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh, I hope they find, um, uh, what's her name? The purple, the green chick. Gamora? Zoe yeah. Gamora. Gamora. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hope they find her. I'm excited. 2023. Yeah, eventually. Ugh. Yeah, and it's Ugh. not it's not close at all. Girl. There are lots of movies in between you before we just get there. Broke my heart. I I'm I'm heartbroken too. I didn't go as far as looking up the, the date of release for it. I just saw it on the Google feed and I was like, yes, I'm excited. I mean, it's in the queue, but they're probably now just thinking about plot and storyline because they have other things mm. in production. So yeah. Yes. I'm going to work on being an extra. Being an extra. So you're moving to Atlanta is what you're telling us. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I might be doing a sneak peek. I don't know. I'll keep y'all posted. (laughs) (laughs) It's my dream to be in Marvel. There we go. (laughs) Put it in the universe. Right. You hear that, Lord? Yes. Yes. That's going to be Melina's self-care. (laughs) Self-care. Being an extra in a Marvel movie. Y'all couldn't tell me nothing if I ended up on there. Hello. Know. <laughs> we know but <laughs> anyway going back to self-care but yes. yes erica what do you do for self-care um i'm not great at this because i'm a very go 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 so i'm trying to be comfortable with like not just not doing things and just like resting and relaxing but that is hard because my brain doesn't turn off like i'll just be like laying in the bed like mm, trying to go just like relax and it's like hey Hey girl, what about all these things, this list of to do that you didn't get to? Ah, can't relax. But <laughs> yeah, my brain won't turn off. Um, so I'm trying to be better about that, just creating space to like not do or to just space to clear my brain of of the the junk that's in it that likes to pop up when I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, feel that. I play word games on my phone. Uh, that's a new thing that I've started to do. Interesting. Like, like little little word games. Um, therapy oh, is also oh, a thing. Therapy is a good self-care. That's yeah. a good one, Erica. Yeah. And also spending time with people. I think I my go-to is isolation. That's just kind of my my default is just being by myself. Um, but sometimes doing that, I like sink deeper in a funk or create a funk that doesn't need to be there. So I know that being around positive people bring me out of that. So being intentional about being around people. That's good. That's actually really good. I like that. I like that's, that. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I think, I guess like the, the question that I thought about was um, what am I trying to gain out of self-care and um is that really happening when I do like go get a pedicure or go get my nails done um, or take a trip? And I don't feel less anxious. I don't trust more. I don't have peace of mind. Mm. Um, it all like it may be momentarily, but it's not like something that lasts. It's not something that I feel like I can 
use for like three days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my cup runs empty quickly when I do those things. And that's what I'm looking for is to be less anxious, to have peace of mind, um, you know, to trust the process and the moment more, um, to know that things are going to work out the way that they're supposed to. Um, and when I thought about it, I was like, you know, Jesus example of self-care, we find rest our bodies and souls need. And, um, self-care really means unplugging and engaging with something bigger. Doesn't mean we, you know, try to distract ourselves from what's really happening and what we need to do. Um, oftentimes we can unplug from our hectic lives, but then go on social media and scroll until your thumbs get sore. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I actually started, I put like a, um, a block on my phone so that my phone, all the apps turn off at a certain time. And so oh. I have to like intentionally like, um, I think it's 10 o'clock, but like 10 o'clock, like none of the apps work except like maybe my Bible app don't even work. I was like, dang, I can't even read read the Bibles. Like, how did that happen? Is that like a parent lock or something? I I don't know what it is, but I found it one day. And I think like, I was just like, you know what, when I get in the bed at a certain time, I need to start turning things off. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that like, I would go on social media at night and I was like, this Mm -hmm. is not good. Like, what am I on here for right now? You know? And, um, I like, so yeah, so I turn it off and I think only like my clock is on. Like if I need to set an alarm and like maybe a text message, but who am I texting really? So I don't don't even know why that was left as an option to have on, but it is. And so, um, but godly self-care means unplugging, but plugging into something bigger. Like I said, um, we often see Jesus in several instances, leaving large crowds to find solitude and spending time in prayer. Um, In Mark 6, 31 through 32, we see Jesus' form of self-care, which never ignored the needs for himself and for his disciples. Um, The disciples were, I'm paraphrasing, so they were like caring people, you know, helping people. And then Jesus saw that they had not eaten anything. And so he asked them, he calls them and tells them to come and find rest. So he pulls them away from what they were doing because they were running on empty and he knew that they were not going to keep, um, they weren't going to be able to be good to people if they didn't take care of themselves. So, um, what do you guys think of that? I think it's true. I mean, you're only as good to others as you are to yourself. And so if you're not caring for yourself, you're not going to be able to care for others very well. I think the hard part is honestly, just trying to figure out, like you said, like what brings you peace, joy, and a sense of a bigger purpose and being able to, I think there's, that's like kind of a journey within itself too. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's honestly a journey I'm, I'm on because, you know, yes, I can binge a show all day, but like, that's not really, I, and I can, that helps me turn off my brain, but it's not really helping me grow or, um, I do feel like, kind of rested, quote unquote, that's, but also because that's because I wasn't doing anything, you know? (laughs) Um, And so it doesn't necessarily make me feel more fulfilled. It just makes me feel like I had gave myself a chance to not have to think or do anything. Um, And those are two different things. So trying to figure out what does, I know what, I know one thing I do miss, which is this, I know is serving. Mm -hmm. Um, and being connected to 
It's just, yeah, so crazy. You go from a service job to serving some more. But anyway, I know. That's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I used to really enjoy that. And I got <clears throat> really good when I was in my like my sweet spot and my sweet space where it wasn't too much and I wasn't overextending and doing the what's it called? The passive stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the boundaries. Um, it really filled me. It really filled me up. So I do miss that as a way of connecting. That's not just like sitting in solitude with my Bible. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and prayer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's you want to do something active. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So anyway. Which which is, I guess, what they were doing. I mean, like the disciples were clearly being active and there was um benefits for them doing that, right? Like I'm sure they felt good doing that, mm-hmm. but um it comes a point where you have to pull away, like you said, and create boundaries and make sure that you're doing enough for yourself too. Uh, I miss, I miss serving too. I do miss that mm-hmm. now that I know how to properly do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should look and see how we can get involved in our local community. I've been thinking about that. I haven't really found anything. But... Yeah. It's been the tough part. So, and that might be because of COVID, but probably <laughs> like, I mean, it was nice being able to give out vaccines, um, but that slowed down. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so yeah, I think it would be cool to, as a church Jays crew. Oh yeah, to do a volunteer service thing. Mm-hmm. I used to volunteer um, at the Boys and Girls Club. It was actually just a girls club, but uh, I had so much fun. Those little girls, I was like, how do y'all have so much drama? <laughs> <laughs> you probably like, had just as much. Uh-huh. You maybe, probably had just as much, age, but at their age, yeah. Maybe. I just, I would be like, what happened on the 15 minute bus ride here? I just don't know. <laughs> so, and it's like, it, girl. It was, I was like, oh my God. But no, I really enjoyed that. I actually miss it. Um, yeah, it was funny because like some of the girls that were at the girls club, they were also at the church I was attending. So like I would see them on Sundays and I would see them throughout the week. So it, that was cool. cute. Yeah. That is cool. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think we should do that. We should definitely look into that. That would be fun. I like it. Once the world opens back up mm-hmm. some more. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> some more yes. Some more yes. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> right. Jasmine is now um, from New Orleans. Yeah. So thank A you, local. readers. Send me A some craw- crawfish from New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> girl if you i know right i don't think you want to eat the crawfishes up here oh, God. yeah probably not, Definitely not. <laughs> anyway we digress squad care loving our inner circle those close to us i made that definition up i like that i like it's it a cute, it's a cute I like one. The definition we'll, we'll allow it mm-hmm. it's from uh melina's webster's dictionary um <laughs> I actually found an article that um, I thought was interesting um, by, uh, I think it's Melissa Harris Perry. Yeah, MHP. um, Do you know her? I mean, not personally, but yeah, she's amazing. I want to be. What? Yeah, she's she's a huge deal. I'm so glad that this meets your approval. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. I, I've never heard of her, but OK, I'm going to look more into her. But I was, um, you know, looking up because I was like, what is squad care? Like, mm-hmm. I, I really didn't know, like, what that meant. And um, there was an article that she um, um, is, I guess it's an essay and it's titled How Squad Care Saved My Life. 
Um, and she says, squad care reminds us there is no shame in reaching for each other and insists the imperative rests not with the individual, but with the community. Our job is to have each other's back. And I thought that was just like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's our job to have each other's back. That's pretty um, black and white. Um but it reminded me of like different stages. And I guess because I always revert back to healthcare because I'm in it, but like there are part, there are moments in our life where we need people. We can't avoid yeah. them. Right. Like when you're a baby, you need your parents, you need people to actually physically take care of you. And when you get older, the same thing happens. Like you need people to physically take care of you because you just start, you know, I don't want to say deteriorating. That's horrible, but you start to need people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting older, you age, age, you know? Um, but what ways do you guys show squad care? Y'all do it. This. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this is, this is definitely, this for me is definitely squad care. Absolutely. Yeah. This is super squad care. And then I think just an open stream of communication, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, just reaching out, especially if someone says like they're in distress or what have you, or like they had a bad mm-hmm. day or something's going on, then just reaching out and just letting them know that you're there and available. And mm-hmm. if you want to talk, you can talk. If you want to just sit, you can sit. Like, what do you need to do? How are we going to help you? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Listening, reaching out, um, even correcting someone when they may be in the wrong, being available, not judging our friends and family. Um, for the choices that they make and just kind of be in that space. I feel like we take that for granted sometimes. Sometimes you don't have to have all the right answers. You can just be a space for someone and allow them to feel comfortable and um, just being there for someone. I think that means more than words sometimes. What is your initial reaction when your squad needs you? So this is interesting because I'm, I'm all for being needed. Yes, absolutely. Let me know what's going on. It's the reverse that's hard for me when Mm. I'm on the other end. I'm hesitant because I'm supposed to be the strong friend. Mm. So when I'm not, it is it is challenging for me to admit that now it's my turn to to reach out. Yeah. I mean, that is hard. That's definitely a place of vulnerability. Yeah. And I, I understand that I'm definitely working on that part too of being more like open and honest about where I am mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally. Um, but honestly, to be completely honest about my re- initial reaction, I honestly, this is going to be, y'all pray for me. <laughs> but I honestly, it, it really depends on where I am mentally, emotionally, um, overall. And I think it also depends on the the person because there are some people who are very, comfortable with reaching out about every single need issue, what have you mm-hmm. like big or small. So, so for me personally, it, it can sometimes almost become like the, the girl who girl or boy who cried wolf. Right. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like this isn't, this is an inconvenience for you, but like, this is not like an SOS. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, so then it becomes where, um, certain people, when I see, like, if they call, I'm like, oh, crud. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. Well, oh, that's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are they going to need? Right. And yeah. it's always, like, I see your number. I think it's going to be an emergency because it's always prefaced as like an emergency. Mm-hmm. So, so if I'm in a space where I'm like, I can't deal with any of that, 
then I just ignore it and just say, I'll talk to you later. I can't, I, I need to speak. I can't. I think right that's now. healthy though. I don't think that that's, um, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think, I mean, I've had a friend we're no longer friends, but that was the situation. And it was like, it got to a point where it was, am I being a good friend? Right. I wasn't, yeah. you know? And so it was like, we're no longer friends because of that exact reason. Mm-hmm. Like I, I couldn't take the level that, you know, they were at all the time. And so it was starting to be, I was starting to have those feelings like mm-hmm. anger, hurt, like taken advantage of, like, those are signs that like, you might need to remove yourself. Right. So yeah. I don't think that I don't think you did, you, you're doing anything wrong. And also if you can't be of service to somebody, it's best that you know that and don't re- and yeah. don't pick up the phone. That's, That's true. So I would prefer that. You know what I mean? That is true. That is very fair. That is very um, fair. I feel like I have a sixth sense. Like I kind of know when something is wrong or something is up, but my initial reaction sometimes is, do I say something? Is this for mm-hmm. real? Do I really know this? Or am I just picking up? Or am I just making this up? Like I kind of second guess it. And so I, I tend to hold back and then I'll, if I remember this is bad, I'll pray about it. Mm-hmm. And if, and a lot of times I know why I have it because I, I, um, I, I tend to pray more for people and I always ask God to like, show me things. And I'm like, well, let me know if something, you know, if anything's going on around me, like I want to be aware of it. And like, that's always been like my repetitive prayer. And so like, I'm hyper aware. And so then I don't know what to do with it. So I know where the sixth sense comes from. I'm like, well, I'm asking for it. And I, he's like showing me things and I'm like, no God, not today. Close the door. <laughs> but so I feel like I need to embrace it more and actually reach out. And I think it will make a difference, but, um, but yeah, I'm scared too. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to be mad if I reach out. I would yeah. say lean, lean into it. I've, we've, I've, we've heard lots of stories about your intuition in that way. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it yeah. pretty much always works out in the way and what you're thinking. <laughs> so lean into it. I say, lean into it. I think you're gonna, um, and then also realize, I think too, like if you do lean into it, you'll see the people who aren't meant, you know, that's also a way for God to show you to the people that can't deal with certain, deal with certain you, like that might not be able to deal with that message or like, they're not supposed to be in your life after that. And Mm -hmm. that's the way God moves too. So just being able to like, know that like, okay, this is is either way, whatever, but it sounds like you have a really good gifting for it. So Mm -hmm. Lean right on into it, girl. Bless the people. Yeah. Bless all the people. Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, what's your yeah. reaction? Oh, no, you said your reaction. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm usually like, yes, please need me. I love, I love being, being needed. Um, it just gets, when it's overused, mm-hmm. then I'm like, uh, I'm going to say yes, but inside I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I have passive aggressive tendencies that I need to deal with. So that's fair. There's that. Guilty. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. We're all working in progress. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew 22 39, Jesus says the second commandment is to love your neighbor like you love yourself. 
Um, loving our neighbors, loving our neighbors means we must love ourselves, taking us back to self-care. Jesus understood that self-care was essential for the work of the kingdom. We can't serve others when we are running on what? An empty cup. Empty. Empty. (laughs) (laughs) My therapist, uh, she gave me a really good analogy where she had like, I forget all the cups. I should have wrote this down. It was like different cups. One was like yourself. The other one was like your mental. The other one was like your friends and like how like, you, if you think about them, like they're all halfway, but like once they start getting empty, you need to stop pouring and then you need to start like refilling it and like knowing how to like compartmentalize them actually helps. Yeah. I don't know, but that's been helpful. That is good. And then, yep. Just remembering too, that I think this is for me personally, what I need to want to start to remember more is about how much Jesus really is our refuge and, Mm -hmm. um, and our place of peace and joy and, and our center and just really, um, remembering that I don't have to do it on my own. Like I, we can ask him like, Hey Lord, how, how have you created me to care for myself? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. how one, I want you to care for me, but two, like what, show me ways that I can activities that I enjoy. Like I have been personally for so long, like in school and focused on like building and growing that I, now that I have time, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what I like. I don't even know who I am. I don't even know, like, what am I doing? What do I like besides eating and binge watching? What do I What do I really truly enjoy? What do, what makes me happy? What fills me up? And like, um, forgetting, not remembering to like, ask him to show the, show me those things too. Like what, what is it that I can do to make myself better? What, how would you like me to be? Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, and finding the fact that like, you know, one step at a time, he'll reveal it. And, but also, uh, in that process, reminding, reminding me daily that, um, it's him that I need to find my ultimate rest and refuge mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he'll I provide agree. people along the way to, yeah. to serve as tiny branches. There's the big, the big tree and there's the little branches you can sit under. Yeah. Like and that, that reminds me of a song, the arm of a dream sing girls. It. I'm not, I'm not about to sing. We a dream girl. No, not that song. Oh no. no. We are that's a family where, that's song. Where we are a family like a giant tree. Oh, yeah, they did sing that. Yes. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I thought about that song. Well, we can't make it out of an episode without singing a song. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's never planned, but somehow it's just become a thing. I I, I saw the play and I saw the movie and I have (gasps) come to the realization that I do not like musical movies, but I love musical plays. Oh, yeah. I thought the movie was too long, but the play was so good. It was so good. Oh, I saw Soul, that movie, y'all, with Jamie Foxx. So cute. Pixar, watch it. Pixar always makes like the best movies. There's always like a meaning and the whole soul purpose. What is your spark? What makes you you? You're just so excited right now. Oh, I was like, (laughs) I watched it. Well, I watched it on the plane and- 
I was so mad when we landed because I was like, I have got to finish it. So I, I didn't watch it when we got home, when I got home, but I watched it yesterday at work. And I was just like, I, I was like, okay, don't cry. You're at work. This is cute. <laughs> oh. You don't want to be that weird girl, but it was so cute. You guys have to watch it. It's adorable. I'll, I'll definitely add it up to my binge list. Yes. Watch it. So adorable. <laughs> yeah. You all out there should add it to your binge list too, if you yes. haven't already. And if you have <laughs> Disney Plus, because that is a prerequisite to, to watch, watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Days. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Church Days. Leave us a comment and let us know what you thought about the episode. You can also share, write, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. And special shout out to Caroline, who is now a college graduate, our our production assistant and intern extraordinaire. And we will catch y'all next time. Bye. 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 See y'all later.